Are you sick of being told to trust the process? Ah, trusting the process sounds so grueling, doesn't it? What if I told you that there was a way to eliminate the grueling drudgery out of your journey and actually enjoy it instead? You'd be interested in that, right? Of course you would. And I have my super special guest, my friend, Jasmine, back on my show today to tell you the secret behind not just trusting the process, but to actually enjoying the process as well. Jasmine has been on my show before, and I am so excited to have her back. She is a daughter, a wife, a mother, and true to Enneagram 3 fashion, an entrepreneur who owns a med spa right here in Houston, Texas. Check out today's episode for the number one life-changing secret that will allow you to actually enjoy, not just trust, every part of your journey. Welcome to Create Your Fate. If you have been coasting through life, but are ready to make small conscious changes to step out of fear and into living your best life ever, this show is for you. Who am I? I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis, here to help retrain old self-limiting beliefs into a positive mindset so you can confidently become the person who you want to be by first understanding who you already are. How? By using the law of attraction and my favorite personality test, the Enneagram. And I'll even teach you some mind tricks along the way. Ultimately, I guide you to stop thinking about what you don't want and instead focus on what you do want. You can create your best life ever, and it begins with your mind. Are you ready? It's time to create your fate. Thank you, Jasmine, for coming back on Create Your Fate to discuss something that we hear often, trusting the process. So we'll get all into trusting the process. Jasmine and I are good, good friends, and we coach together, and she's actually becoming a coach herself. And we always have these profound thoughts. We're like, there should be a podcast episode because yeah. everybody experiences this. It's all about, you know, you hear trust the process, trust the process, trust the process. And I feel like it it happens so much, it gets a negative connotation mm-hmm. to it. So what do you feel about when people say trust the process? You know, it's like patience. There's not a lot of doing or there is doing, but it's not the doing that we want to do. It's the grueling, hard, not fun part of, getting to your success or your pinnacle of what you feel like is your goal. And a lot of times people think of it as like, I've obviously med spot and like we do a lot of weight loss. And a lot of my patients complain when I say, trust the process. It's going to take X number of months to years to get to your goal weight. And they just look at me like, what? And I'm like, there's no magic. There's no magic to it. It takes time. But you could either sit in there and just be upset about it or you can feel good about it. And it's like your choice, which way you go. I feel like when people say trust the process, it's always when something not desirable has happened. (laughs) It's like, why don't we ever say that when things are quote unquote going our way? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it's like if everything's under control, then really you don't really require trust because if you know all the answers and you know how everything is going to pan out, then why do you need trust? You don't. But trust doesn't have to be this this grueling thing that it's like, oh, I just have to trust this process. We came up with this phrase and I it was so powerful. I wanted to, you know, share it with the world. Mm-hmm. Don't just trust the process, enjoy the process. So what does that mean to you just 
itself, enjoying the process. So, you know, your, your patients come in to your weight loss journey. What does trusting the process versus enjoying the process look like? It's funny because as an Enneagram 3, we're all about like just getting to our goal and then getting to the next goal and getting to the next goal. And I found myself in my whole life just always finding a new goal and never being quote unquote happy or satisfied, right? And it's because I was using the word of trusting the journey. Like, oh, you'll get there one day. You'll be happy one day. You'll be satisfied one day. You'll be at success one day. But what ends up happening is you never get there because you didn't actually become that before you got there. And like, I think uh, we talked about this before that, you know, you don't ever achieve happiness. You always either are happy or you're not. And if you're not, then you got to find out why. So I kind of, I had to like redirect myself and realize that there's like a little bit of like sweetness to the journey, that the process is actually not just about trust, but it's enjoyable. And when you find joy in it, guess what? It gets easier. Why wouldn't you want to make it easier? You know? And it's, it doesn't seem like a journey. It just seems like you're there already. And once you feel like you're there already, pretty soon you're, you are actually there. So it's kind of like, even like the weight loss thing where you're like, Oh, I have to eat better. And I have to go to the gym. And it's like, I have to do all these things. But it's like, what about you get to, you get to, you have another chance, you have another opportunity. So I'm going to enjoy going to the gym. I'm going to enjoy eating better. I'm going to enjoy the fact that there is something out there that's helping me with my weight loss process as well. It's like shifting your mind from like being frustrated and negative to like happy and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's really powerful. There's just a small reframe of I have to do something versus I get to do something, right? Even that small change, you know, mm-hmm. I'm an NLP practitioner, which is all about neuro-linguistic programming, the power of words and how you can use it to shape your life. So it's your words matter. Your thoughts matter, but your words mm-hmm. matter too. And the words are just really a representation of what's going on in your mind. So if I say I have to do this, ugh, there's no enjoyment in that, right? It seems forced. It also takes your personal power away because I have to do this. So I have no choice in in doing this versus I get to do this. I absolutely love that the way you phrase that because I get to do this, right? So it's has this positive little enjoyment twist to it, but it's also it's personal power. So now I'm feeling really proud of this. I'm taking ownership of my decision. I get to do this. And that also goes back to gratitude, right? Which is the number one way to take yourself from a negative emotion to a positive one, but the power of gratitude. What about gratitude for the process? What does that look like? That is so, I mean, it's just like, you just blow my mind every time, but it's like so true that, you know, it is a piece. It's just like that small, tiny bit of gratitude. And like, for example, something bad happens to you and like, you're like, Oh my God, now I have to do all these things to fix this bad thing. Right. And instead being like, wow, this bad thing happened, but I have all these wonderful resources so I can get, I get to fix it very easily. Mm -hmm. It's like so easy and simple that it's kind of like silly. Yeah. And once you recognize that you're able to do that, and like you said, it's personal power, it's your choice. You get to be in charge of that. So if you want to be in charge of it being negative, go for it. Be happy with that. That's great. But obviously we found that there's a lot of joy there, right? Yeah. It's, kind of traumatizing being there. <laughs> so right, because you can really fester in that, you know, and it gets, it can be a really dangerous wormhole. Mm-hmm. I love what you said. You don't find happiness. You create happiness, essentially, 
And I know for a long, the longest time, you know, and I'm, I'm still considering things, but there's points in time where you kind of get stuck with this, I'll be happy when syndrome, like, oh, I'll be happy when this happens. I'll be happy when this happens. So mm-hmm. for me, every step, you know, one through 10, I'll be happy when I hit 10. So if I'm on step one, oh, trust the process. Two, trust the process. Three, trust the process. I'm still, you know, seven steps away from being happy. But I love what you said. It's like, no, create your happiness now. Take where you want to be and how can you find happiness in it now? You know, for the longest time, I was unhappy living in Houston. And I was like, all I want to do is just be in LA or be in Austin or be somewhere else. I I just can't wait till I get to this part of my business and and all the things, right? And you can get consumed in that. Yeah. And again, it's like you feel this sense of, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not happy yet. Oh, I'm just going to trust this process. And to me, that kind of acknowledges that this part of the process is shitty, right? And so Mm -hmm. when you focus on the shitty part, oh, I'm just going to trust my way through it. You end up finding more things that make it feel shitty. Make it feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so you're going to stay in that negative emotion longer versus, okay, I haven't achieved my weight loss goal yet, but where can I find joy in this moment? I don't like things about Houston. I just want to be in LA, but where can I find joy in Houston? And, And whenever I made that shift in my own mind, of saying, okay, it's not that I have to be here. It's that I can be here. And where can I find enjoyment in Houston? You know, going back to our favorite phrase, you always find what you look for. And I started finding, you know, more time with friends, more clients, more reasons to be happy here, more things to do here. Right. And, you know, take your example of somebody on their you know weight loss journey. It's like, okay, where can I find enjoyment? And oh, I actually like Zumba, or I like spin, or I like making friends at group fitness, or I, you know, I'm looking for ways to find enjoyment versus just, oh, I'm trusting this grueling process, you know? It feels overwhelming. It feels like there's just never an end to it. And it feels like it's just, it's not going to happen. And so you already automatically go into that mindset, it's not going to happen. So instead of being like, this step is enjoyable because and the next thing you know, you're on the next one. So if you're, your first step is to apply for school and you're like, oh, God, I have to apply to all these schools. And then you're like, oh, I have to take this exam. But it's like, instead being like, oh, this is going to be fun. We'll see what happens with it. And you're opening yourself up. It's like you're releasing that control, but also allowing yourself to be in charge of it. It's kind of like hard to say because you understand how I feel. Like, I think you know what I'm talking about when you feel it, but Mm -hmm. it's a different feeling when you actually experience it. And now that I'm trying to achieve a new goal, of course, there's a different feeling of me every day waking up and being able to sit at my desk and work on something that I don't have to have tomorrow or next week or next year. Like it can happen at any point. So I've released the control of it, but it gives me more power to make choices every day to get to that goal right? And I think working for yourself is one of those tasks that not everyone can do, right? Not everyone can work for themselves and be efficient and make it work. Some people need that direction. But I think that's because there's the feeling of, oh, I have to do, I have to go to work. I have to wake up. I have to, you know, instead of like, oh, wow, like this is actually kind of fun. I get to wake up every morning and like, I don't really have to think about what I do. Somebody tells me and I just do it. And it's not that much of a, you know, mental task or whatever, but it's there's a shift that happens between the two ways of like releasing, but also gaining more freedom to be in charge of your life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Or even, I mean, let's just say someone, you know, doesn't have a desire to be a business owner, own their own business or own their own schedule or whatever it is. They like that. But let's just say somebody is constantly applying for jobs and they, they want a new job and they just can't get a break, right? No one's hiring them or they're not even interviewing them. And it's a, this constant like, this isn't working out. This isn't working out. This isn't working out. This isn't working out. Or like even just take dating because I know there's a lot of people, you know, in the dating dating world of like, oh, I just went out with another frog. I just went out, out with another frog. You know, you got to kiss 50 frogs before you find the prince or princess or whatever it is, you know. And it's like, if something is repeatedly not working out for me and you're like, okay, I thought the process was 10 steps and it's looking like it's going to be about 50, right? So, okay, you had me with trust the process, but now I'm on step 11 and I wasn't prepared for this and I'm kind of maybe starting to get bitter because it's like, how long is this freaking process, right? What advice would you have for somebody in that sense where it's like this extended process? How do I find enjoyment when I am repeatedly getting hit down, hit down, hit down, hit down with no end in sight? I think you said it earlier. It's having gratitude for that. It wasn't for me. Like that was not for me. And I thank you, whatever power is directing this life because that was not for me. And whatever is for me is going to find me. And it's like being open to receive what's right for you and what's going to make you happy and joyful and and also being happy and joyful and having life for yourself every day. And it's recognizing that maybe you're not in the perfect circumstances, like you were saying, where you were not in the perfect circumstance being in Houston. You're like, oh, I really want to live elsewhere. And I do this all the time. Like, I want to move. I want to move. But it's like, when I start focusing on like all the good things that there are about my home or about my, you know, city or about where I live and like, it's easy to travel from here. There's like, it's a United hub, you know, I have a lot of family here. I have great friendships here and all these things. Like I start being grateful for the next thing I know, I find more good things about it. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't get that job, but that job probably would have made you miserable. Like you're already miserable. Why would you want that? So Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on the negative and it's not about being like that toxic positivity where you're like, everything's perfect. And it's not like, you know what I mean? But it's just, and I, think this is from your part of your, like one of your old podcasts, but it's like thought forgiveness and thought replacement. It's just being able to recognize how you feel and really like, just really look at it be like, why do I feel this way? And then forgive yourself for feeling that way. And then replacing it and being grateful. I think there's so many steps involved because there's, it's easy to be like evading it, like, ah, whatever, you know? Yeah. I know I was negative about that, but I'll move on. But it's not about that. It's like really recognizing why and learning why about yourself and then being happy and joyful and like finding the good outside of it. And so if you're dating, like for example, I have a lot of friends that date and they're, I've been married for a long time. So it's like, I don't really understand their struggle. I'm like, yeah, you'll find someone, right? (laughs) It's so true that as soon as you stop looking for exactly what you want, they'll find you. And it's that release, right? It's the release of like, I am going to keep doing what I am meant to do, which is keep applying, keep dating. And allowing for the right one to just fall into my lap. And it happens Mm. like this and it's becoming intentional, right? Yeah, that is gold right there because you've said this multiple times and I want to just reiterate this. What's for me will find me. Always. Always. So, and I truly, truly do believe that. So if something's not working out for you, right, whether it be 50 dates on Bumble or Bumble sponsor this podcast <laughs> where, um, <laughs> you know, 50 interviews on, you know, LinkedIn or Indeed or whatever the process is. But rather than focusing on, oh, this isn't working out for me. This isn't working out for me. This isn't working out for me. It's like, 
that was never going to work out for you anyway. So you dodged a bullet, right? Don't waste any more of your time. Yeah. And I love what you said, release it. Do the inspired action, right? Things aren't going to drop into your lap. Sometimes they do, but if you're somebody who wants a new job, then you can take inspired action and update your resume and put a notification on uh, LinkedIn or apply or let people know I'm looking, you know, all these inspired action steps. If you're looking to date, you have to leave your house at some point in time, you know, <laughs> you can't stay, you know, watching. Um, you have to kiss a couple of crowds. <laughs> yeah. Or at least maybe just go to dinner with wine, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and dinner, not a house date, a dinner date, right? Dinner, coffee, whatever. But you do your inspired action steps, but also know that that is the end of your responsibility. Releasing the outcome has changed my life. So talk to me about that. What do you want people to know about releasing the outcome? Because that's huge when it comes from just, oh, grueling, trust the process to enjoying the process. It's huge. Yeah. So this came from the Art of Allowing and Abraham Hicks. And like that has been a big game changer for me lately. So if you haven't read it, please read it. It is life changing. But the thing that I learned from there is that we think, and this is so funny, but it we think that we're going to accomplish all of it on our own, but we're not. And that's when, when you release that, like, I am going to do all of it by myself and you open up to help from wherever else that source is, you will find that you will go so much further and you'll be so much happier. And like I said, you get to take something with you. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Right. Mm -hmm. But the release is, it's so hard to explain. It's like, you literally have to like put your intention out there, do your task and then walk away. Like, Mm. Do you know how hard it is for an Enneagram 3 to do that? Like, <laughs> wait, but I can do it all. You're right. Or I will force this through. Yeah. I mean, for example, my closet, uh, my master closet flooded when we first moved in. We had to rip out the floors and like haven't had floors. And we kept saying we're going to do them. And I literally like put it out there and I was like, this is going to happen when it's going to happen. And my floors are redone. It was like, I just had to let go of the fact that I was going to do it all on my own. Cause I was literally going to go and buy the material and put it down myself. And I, I had to release it. I had to say, that is not the best use of my time. That is not efficient. And right. <laughs> cause you have all the extra time over there. <laughs> now I do floors. Doing my own floors. Right. Oh, okay. Now my dad did them. He's like, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> right. Let me YouTube this real quick. <laughs> but it's really, it's really is that simple. Yeah. It really is that simple of saying like, this is my intention. This is what I want. I'm going to take inspired action and continue to put out, like ask people about flooring and get quotes. And then when it's going to happen, it'll happen like that. And, and the flooring is a silly example, but it really is that, you know, for your job, like I wanted to start a business and I didn't know where I wanted to start a business. I went to a Botox party at a gym that I used to go to. And now I'm part of the business. It's like, it just, you just have to put your intention out there, take inspired action to do your research, but don't get so caught up in the weeds. Like allow, give it space. When you plant a new plant, right? You plant a seed. You're not going to constantly go in there and water it every day. You're going to water it and let it grow in the sun. And then eventually it grows into this gorgeous flower. So, right. Or you don't, you don't dig up the seed every day to see like what it looks like. Did it grow? Did <laughs> that it grow? One, yeah. Did it grow? Oh, let me put it back in there. Like that won't work. Yeah. 
I don't have a green thumb, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. But, you know, <laughs> it's um, not. yeah. For I, someone I who so. has a house full of plants, it does not work <laughs> that way. You know, I killed a cactus once, a little succulent. Those are tough. Actually, I lied. It was like at least four times I've done that. So those are tough. You know, you really got to leave those alone. That, that's succulents are literally the epitome of. Well, I did not. I did not allow this cactus to just be. I was like, you know what? I should probably just keep watering this, you know? Um, I didn't enjoy it. I just really. I didn't trust that it didn't need any water. You so drowned it. I literally did. I feel really bad about don't that. Don't drown so. your dreams. <laughs> don't drown your process. Yeah, I, I overdid it. I just took it upon myself. Because, and that's what happens. And honestly, I've not used that analogy. So this might come out a little wonky, but it's all about inspired action, not incessant action, right? I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. No, it's like, what can I do? Right? What can I enjoy doing? Right. It's not, I have to do this because I feel like I have to be doing something. Yeah. It's letting that go. And when you get into the inspired action, inspired, why is it all of a sudden an inspired action? It's because you're doing less. I've released the outcome. So I'm not attached to it. Okay. And when I'm not attached to something, that means now I'm open to receive whatever is for me, knowing whatever is for me will find me. And so now I'm actually able to receive, right? When you are attached to a certain outcome and you are so gung-ho on this outcome, that is an attachment and you are not open to receive something even better than you even could have thought of. Yep. You wanted to start a business. If you were like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, incessant action, this, 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 this. First of all, universe, you know, God, higher power, whatever is like, okay, oh, you look like you're good on your own. You know, you don't, you don't need me because look at you go, right? Mm -hmm. And it gives off this confusing um, energy, right? It's like, okay, yeah. I don't think you want any help right now. You look like you're, you got your hands covered, you know? So, but when you take your hands off, alleviate a little bit of control, allow, and then flip your hands around and say, here, oh, we got open hands here. I can receive this now. You open yourself up to getting something even better. And if I mm -hmm. know that, oh my gosh, I might get something even better than I initially even thought, I think that might make me enjoy the process a little more. Mm -hmm. That's so true. If you recognize that when you alleviate yourself from all the doing and you, like you said, inspired action, but you allow for whatever is meant for you, it's well, 90% of the time it's better than what you have imagined because you're no longer in control of like this perfect outcome that it's going to look just like this, right? It's going to be, this is the person for me and that's it. And, or this is the job for me. And if I don't get this job, then there's no other job out there. And, you know, meanwhile, there's a job next to it. That's like 10 times better in a better city with more friends and more happiness and more joy, but you're not even looking there because you're like, no, but I have to have this. I have to have this. And I think, you know, this is something that it takes a lot of practice to do because it's very hard to, and I think some of the Enneagrams have it harder than others that to allow. And I'm going to use my husband as an example. He wanted this position in his, in a company and he didn't get the promotion right away. So he was started looking at other companies and I said, there's nothing wrong with exploring other companies. I think it's fair to look around. He started this process. And the next thing, you know, his company found out and was like, no, 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 no. We'll do anything we need to do to keep you here. And it's like, you know, he was so focused on that position and he was about to lose out on this opportunity with his current job where he has friendships and relationships and has built clientele and is growing and just like climbing slowly. And he would have, he makes more money now. And it's like, 
he wouldn't have been able to have that had he been like, well, no, you won't give me my position. I don't even want to talk to you guys anymore. You know what I mean? It's like being so focused on that position and being in that level would have taken away from him. And I think it takes some practice to get there. And like, sometimes it can seem like there's that unknown, like you don't know what's going to happen. But if you sit here like this, guess what? Something good is going to fall into your lap because you're not controlling. It's bizarre, but it works. Okay. Just trust us on this one. It works. <laughs> trust it and enjoy it. Right. But enjoy it's, it, yeah. it's, where can I release the outcome? Yeah. Because really whatever idea you have curated for your life, it was curated in the past, even a second ago, right? Past version of yourself. And then what happens is, you know, you're so focused on where you want to be, it completely strips the joy away from the existing moment. You can only ever be really happy in the present. Your body can only ever be in the present. So doing things, you know, with your body, you know, wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes, breath work. <sighs> uh, okay, that can kind of help you get back into that present moment. But how can I enjoy this present moment now? without having to wait for this one solo outcome that I'm, I have deemed the best in a, as a past version of myself. And I'm so focused on this moment that is in the future. It's stripping all my happiness away from the now. So it's like, be happy now. It's like, what can mm -hmm. I look for in the now to be happy? Yep. And then if you bring in the law of attraction, it's like, okay, if I'm raising my vibration because I'm shifting into gratitude for everything around me now, and I'm going to find happiness now, and I just go from a negative energetic state, oh, this has to happen and it's not happening. So I'm focused on what I don't have. And you switch, you know, and you shift into that positive state, positive things come to you. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you release the outcome, when you stop obsessing over the bumble date or the, the callback from a job or whatever it is. That's why that's yeah. when that happens and comes to you. It comes yeah. to you. And again, it's allowing something in. Yeah. The out allowing is like, it's the positive space. Like, I think that's where it, it seems a little confusing because it's, you don't have to control the positive either. The allowing is a positive feeling. It's a very relaxed, like light feeling of like, you're just here. And when you're just here, like imagine running, frolicking through the fields, right? Like you're just there. You're just frolicking. I'm just here. Frolicking I'm enjoying the, the moment. <laughs> Guess what ends up happening? Some really cool stuff, right? Yeah. And you can literally, like I said, you can literally give it away and say, this is my intention. This is what I want. This is my action. I'm going to take my action and I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it be and enjoy what I have now. And like you said, gratitude. I think joy and gratitude are obviously like connected their hand in hand. So when you have both of those, then like the, the big thing that you want to happen doesn't seem so big, but it like just falls for you, like just comes to you. And it's like, you don't have to do all the work. It's a very interesting, and I think the law of attraction, like I said, it's one of those books that's highly, highly, I highly, highly recommend for everyone. Mm -hmm. And there was a, I think I talked to you about this, but there's a metaphorical box you can get. And it's like, I am going to, and I actually bought a box and I told you this, went to Mexico and I was, and I was listening and all of a sudden it, something pops up about get a little box, put that box and next to your bed or wherever you need to. And anytime you feel the need that you want something in your life or need something in your life, or there's something that your, that your goal is that is out there that you want for yourself, put it in the box, close the box and walk away. Like they were literally like you write it down, you put it in the box and you forget it. Like you forget about it. 
and you just go on your merry way. And that is essentially what you have to do. It's like, once you walk away and then you can just be present where you are, like you said, being present where you are, like you're able to have fun and let it come back to you. Like it just, you'd be surprised how many things come out of that box. That's all we got for you today. Thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jasleen and you can actually expect to be hearing more from her on Create Your Fate as she will actually be joining the Phoenix 8 coaching team in the very near future. So that's super exciting for me and for my coaching business as it grows. And I just want to thank you for all the support that you've given me by tuning in. And of course, if you love today's episode and want more content like this, subscribe, leave a review, That will help the show grow so much, get really awesome guests for you, and help more people make small steps towards their best life ever too. And who knows, maybe one of them will be a stranger who you pass on the street. So that's all I got, but of course I'm going to leave you with just one thing, and it's this. Expect good things always, and they will happen. 